Don't you know that you so wrong, man? You're wrong and here's why. Chris and Greg don't see eye to eye like none of the time. Robert Covington sticks. I don't care what you think. How is LeBron James the king when he's ruining teams? Yo, wrong and here's why. Underdog Sports presents. Yo, wrong and here's why. Underdog Sports presents. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. What is up, everybody? Uh, it's weird to be in the the host chair for You're Wrong and Here's Why, but welcome back, Chris. With the with the rare week off this week, uh, but well deserved, much deserved, if I'm being perfectly honest. Uh, but I'm here, Greg, Greg Crone, ready to go, and I, I'm I'm joined by a couple esteemed colleagues. I guess is the best way to describe it. Um, I guess I'll welcome Matt first. Matt Crone, known to everybody from the Better's Delight podcast and also his his long stint on the underdog. I thought they knew me from my two-time White Marsh Youth Basketball League Most Valuable Player. But yeah, those podcasts is probably where they would have heard about me recently. But uh, <laughs> it's good to be on here, good Chris. Chris taking some time off. It, and like you said, well-deserved, much-deserved, any other sort of preposition acronym you can use there in front of deserved. So just take it is, time off. It, it is very funny to me to have you on this show because we don't normally do shows like this. So that's and of course, you're going to lead off with the, the you know, the MVPs. Why wouldn't you? People need to know. Honestly, I've, I think I've been on this show twice and it probably has been mentioned on all three episodes now. So I figured let's get it out of the way. And let let the people know. Let let them know what they're in for. We're gonna talk Kevin James, like I always do. We're gonna talk Judge Steve Harvey. It's uh, we're, I'm ready for a nice episode. It's just just me and you here today, and I like it. There is it is funny. It, it's almost like Matt Crone bingo when when you're on the show. You're only you're always gonna hit a certain number of topics, and you're already two thirds of the way there, depending <laughs> on how your bingo card was set up. Honestly, so. the Kevin James part should be the free space. <laughs> it really, really, should, really should right be in the center of the board. <laughs> uh, I know, I know. Matt tried to tried to say it's just me and him here, but uh, we do have a third guest, which is again weird for this show. Three mics on it, but. Uh, we brought in. Uh, I guess it's not. He's not a regular on Better's Delight, but he's an esteemed, an esteemed guest, an honored, welcomed guest. We, we're bringing Zed in for the year wrong, and here's why debut. I appreciate it. Yeah, I'm just, I'm a sports fan like everybody else out there. I like talking sports, chopping it up with sports, watching sports. I like Steve Harvey too, so I'm glad to be here on my first. Uh, First reveal on the podcast. I like I like how you said chopping it up with sports. Yeah, that's is that a sports cooking show? It must be. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, you know, just guys spitballing back and forth, talking sports, all things, guys, <laughs> dudes, ladies, the world, sports. That's me. It, it's like that show, Cutthroat Kitchen. Zed's got to cook an omelet with, but he can only use a baseball glove and a hockey goalie <laughs> blocking pad. Have you seen uh, what's it? Top level chef where the elevator of food drops down and no the best but food on the top the worst food on the bottom i, I did see the preview for that or like the, it was like after an nfl game it was coming on after and i was intrigued by it i will say it was definitely something i could get into any of those cooking shows an elevator well, of food that uh, we should probably I feel like that's like a nice little like buffet invention that we could open up a small chain restaurant around the local tri-state area with an elevator of food just going up and down constantly with different dishes on. 
well, before we get into your business ideas, <laughs> I will say, I, instead of putting a, a pre-made disclaimer uh, to the beginning of this show, I will say, we will try to get to sports. We will stick to some sort of sports. But I have a feeling this this is going to go off the rails very quickly. And we're already here with an elevator food buffet. So uh, if, you're, if you're here for the sports takes, this may be the episode to uh, to skim through. We can no. literally... There's a reason Chris texted me on the side today and said, listen, Greg doesn't want to ask you, but I know you know sports and you know how to chop it up. So you could get on the podcast. And I said, for you, Chris, I'll do whatever you want. It's interesting <laughs> that you and Chris text back and forth. Everyone knows he doesn't have a cell phone. He does. And his name is the real Chris Wardell. In my <laughs> <show>. <laughs> I don't know why I have him in there is that, you know, it's, it's like it was Twitter, like this not fake Chris or like just like oh, whatever. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> fake well, SVP. That's yeah. what it is. It's fake Orwell. I got to get back to this. Though. We could call that restaurant the Dumb Waiter. Yeah, I mean it would work. Uh, I guess right. you guys stink, yeah. dude. I, I mean it wasn't that great. Remember when Doug Heffernan had a Doug Waiter and a Dumb Waiter in his house that he made carry by, but then it was across the street from a, a school, and then it turned out to stink. It was a whole thing. Then they moved. <laughs> All right, no. so Checked off the free box there. <laughs> <laughs> the fact that you think that either Zed or myself were going to know a specific episode of King of Queens is <laughs> insane. Let's go around the circle and let's all say our favorite King of Queen episode. I don't have one. The <laughs> one with Ben Stiller's dad. That's all of them. <laughs> They're not all exactly. of them. He was probably in most of them. Gary Stiller. Rest in peace. Sports. Yeah, baseball's canceled, huh? How about that? Rob uh, Manfred Men, the Mighty Quinn, really just canceled all. I, I just Googled baseball schedule, and you know how on like Google when it pops up, literally just says everything, just says canceled. So, so we so have no idea. Yeah, I looked it up, and it came up like uh, like when I don't get the Wordle or the Quirtle, just all black boxes for the next schedule. Yeah. <laughs> I'm dude, it's I'm out on Wordle. I haven't been I mean, playing. You, you're not good at it. That's probably why. It's not that I'm not. No, I just, I've started to, ever since I brought up that it just reminds me of lingo, I just searched lingo once, waiting for that to be the word, and then I kind of just stopped playing after that. <laughs> <laughs> I just type in lingo, hoping to get it on one guess, and the, no Chuck Woolery fans over there at the New York Times. Apparently not. It's a horrible what? approach. Yeah, it's not great. Oh, so um, you, you got to guess, like, what's the one where it's like, you guess there's like four words and it's like the only one missing the only letter missing is like an r so you'll definitely be able to guess the word wordle i just said it's a quad wordle which is a horrible invention that's just a, a brain twister but it's it's worth it if you like jump puzzles you know, i have no strategy in that game which is the issue what happened in nurdle you guys still doing nurdle no nah, nurdle stinks Nurdle's stupid you're a math guy Ed, and you're going math over english I am, and only because I respect math so much. You you respect wood, Matt? You respect wood? I respect wood, but I don't respect Gerald Lambeau. Who's your okay. favorite? Who's your favorite myth mathematician? Gerald Lambeau, the guy, real one, like Isaac Newton, Ada Lovelace. I don't know because I am such a math guy. I respect the numbers as opposed to the people who wow. found numbers oh. because. You can't find them. They always existed. You you put the numbers first. Okay. That's like putting the team first. I, 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 res I do respect putting the numbers first. 
There's no one in ten, and there's no I in team. Wow. I didn't think we were going to get this deep this early on the podcast. I'll be honest. I don't know where we're going here. Well, I mean, we, we, can, we can go right into baseball. Like, the fact of the matter is, is that the, the owners are slowly but surely killing any interest anyone ever had in baseball. Like, the, the, fact, the fact is, it is, like, all, all I want is baseball. Matt, I know you're probably the same way. Big baseball guy. I love baseball. Yeah. Really just want to watch the Phillies play baseball, and it's just like the Beatles who play baseball, and it's upsetting, man. And it, it's, when you look at Twitter, it seems like all the players are like, we also would like to just play, and Manfred is just keeping it away from them. He's just like he's like the guy where he's like, oh, I got your dollar, like, and then he just pulls it away. <laughs> you know, the fisherman, yeah, from the commercials, and he just pulls it away. He's like, gotta be quicker than that, like, what, he's like, almost had at that time, yeah, like he's just like making up dates. He's like, oh, you weren't here, like you didn't show up, like sorry, five minutes late. <laughs> yeah, so opening day was scheduled for what early April or what last week of March? I think it's March thirty first. Yeah, the last day of March. So just this arbitrary like, here's our deadline. If we don't have it by then, these games are canceled. Like it, it's it's a bizarre tactic to take. And I don't think I don't think Major League Baseball realizes like everybody wants everybody's on the players' side. Like no matter what it is. And the 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 tweet that um was pumped into uh the group text earlier today. I was gonna bring that up. Yeah, that that's the one that stands out the most, and I, I'm gonna find it really quick. I got but it. Do you have it? Yeah, read it off, yeah. said. Yeah, it's with Manfred at his uh at his press conference at 5 p.m. He said the last five years were difficult from a revenue perspective. Well, since I'm sorry, in 2019 for the pandemic, the MLB revenues jumped. For 17 years in a row, it hit a record $10.7 billion. 17 years in a row, the revenues went up. Yet Manfred says last five years were difficult. doesn't make any sense. Yeah, and, and shout out to, I, I, that was on Twitter from Jason, Jason Mastro Donato, who, some, a writer for the Boston Herald, who tweeted that out just to give him a little bit of credit say, for that. Say that last name the right way. Mastro Donato? You don't want to mess it up. I don't want to. That, that is correct. But that that is the thing where it's like, what are we talking about here? They act like the, the the owners act like they've been in the poorhouse for decades, and unfortunately, I think this is going to lead to that, which is a bummer for people who like baseball. It's already hard enough for baseball to get fans and get people to to care about their game. Uh, I've I've said for years that social media is their biggest issue. The way they lock down highlights, the way they don't embrace it, they don't know how to market in in this sort of digital age here we are breaking down the digital space of of major league baseball uh but it, it is one of those things that like there's so much other stuff going on where we don't care and we don't care enough to even pay attention to barely this unless you're really into baseball and they must have been ready for this because i got the uh material change to your mlb.tv subscription email at like seven o'clock tonight it was like hey buddy guess what we're extending your 2021 uh, thing because we haven't come to an agreement yet. Enjoy the 2020 and 2021 full game library. And it's like, I don't, I don't want to go back. Let me go watch an August 7th game between the Phillies and the nationals from last year. Like, no, I, I want new baseball and I, I they're, they're going to, they're going to lose fans even more now because of this. 
I can only rewatch the Bryce Harper walk off Grand Slam against the Cubs so many times that I can yeah. I can go back and watch that weird regular season game. But you know who MLB needs to hire the seventeen year old kid that brought the Dansbury the Danbury Trashers to fame, and he he should market the MLB. We actually we hire that guy. We start our own league. We get all the big names. I, we could just start make baseball fun again and let me, you, and Zed run it. Why not? I'm fine with that. I'm perfectly fine with that. I was actually watching. I was watching the uh, This Is the XFL, the the Thirty for Thirty last night, and that's kind of what Vince McMahon wanted to do with football. So I'm 100 percent bought in on trying to uh, XLB Extreme League Baseball. I don't care. We'll that'd figure be, it out. That'd be great. Do that. Yeah, I'm in. yeah, we could get the Rock on board. He knows. You can market the rock always. I mean, that's a hundred percent accurate. Give him a full ownership stake. I don't care. Give him let him let him own like four of the franchises. And they'll all play in Alabama. Yeah. <laughs> SFL. The whole league's in Alabama. Yeah. The, the USFL coming coming soon. Matt, uh, big news coming out of the USFL last week. I know we broke it on on the episode of You're Wrong as we were getting ready to do the, the QB carousel. But Jordan Tiamu to the to the Tampa Bay Bandits was there a better? Was there a more match made in heaven? Well, the best was I I was because what I was a big Battlehawks guys, St. Louis Battlehawks yeah. with Tiamu. Yeah, me and Zed, we were both Battlehawks <laughs> guys, both Battlehawks guys. Yeah, we were. but now and I said that I, when we went through the names of the Tampa Bay Bandits players, I was like, no, nah, I'm sorry, we, we said the UFC there the USFL team names. I said the Tampa Bay Bandits was the best one. And boy, was I right. The fact that they got my guy, Ole Miss, number 10, Jordan Tayamu. He's not just playing golf on, like, Old Rose Sports now on Instagram. He's back on the field. I yeah. always see him in golf videos on Instagram, just, like, hanging out with his friends. I don't know. Like, I don't know what he does. I mean, I, might as well. He just it, plays it golf. looks like he's getting ready to play football, so that's what it looks like he's doing. I wonder if I could buy his St. Louis Battlehawks helmet. They had a six symbol. No, it, the it, Battle it, Hawks was fun. we didn't you buy a jersey about a month before it collapsed? I have a t-shirt. I still wear it. Oh, no, for a second I thought I was wearing it, but instead I'm wearing my, <laughs> I'm wearing my Ole Miss uh, Outback you're, Bowl. You're still wearing it from two years ago. I wear. Well, do you throw out shirts after two years? Uh, if you're still wearing it for two years straight, that may be an issue. I've not changed it. It's stuck to my body like when you sit on a leather chair without a shirt. It's just like suctioned into my skin. <laughs> I'm picturing like Danny DeVito and always sunny, like uh, breaking his way through the couch because you've been oh. it. <laughs> uh, a lot of couch talk here. What Wait, but then what was in okay. the news recently about something that uh, the NFL agreed to try out some new rules in uh, the USFL or whatever it's called? In the I mean, yeah, they they kind of they, they kind of I think I think it has something to do with the XFL. I'm not sure 100 percent which league it is, but uh, they're going to try things out because I mean, if you think about it, they stole a number of things from the XFL, and why not do this? Why not have the ability to hey, here's these leagues that we know are never or at least not going to compete with us anytime soon, right? When's the last time one of these leagues got a second season? Never. Well, yeah, right. well, I mean. The XFL would have got a second season if it wasn't for uh, COVID, right? This okay. time, yeah, this I time, think so too. Yeah, they, they they were doing they were doing well. so good. I could, it was the startup year. I couldn't believe it. I, we it, were we were sitting at Miller's Ale House. There was the one like random Saturday after. Football. Remember that? Yeah, we were watching games, and I was like, "This is like perfectly good enough for me right now." 
like I was rather watching the XFL than if like the Phillies if the Phillies weren't on like any other baseball. Like that's how much better that's how much regular season baseball is pissing me off right now and just the MLB. <laughs> well it's it's football. I mean that's 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 what it comes down to, right? Is like if there's football on, as long as it's halfway decent, I'm more than likely gonna choose football over any other sport. That's it's just the way it is. Unless it's, it's my team. Unless it's our team playing. Right, of course. Obviously. I'm saying if if you're just throwing like it's a generic college basketball Saturday, uh, a random NBA Saturday, and then you mix all those in, like if there's a football game on and it can be somewhat compelling and keep me into it, why not watch it? Actually, I I don't know. This might be an NFL cop out. I just cop out on the article oh god mark it mark it on the thing i just hit it he hit it he he, he hit the bingo card for cop out Eh, talking movies Uh, 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 golden jet (laughs) jet (laughs) Uh, what were you saying about uh, the nfl cop out yeah no the the collaboration is uh according to troy vincent uh former eagles great and i believe nfl uh competition committee if i'm not mistaken it says their collaboration is, quote, for forward-thinking physical and mental fitness programs and the study of playing surfaces and equipment. So the NFL yeah. is basically saying, hey, we've been doing so bad at player safety and getting sued for 20 years now. We're just going to say we're going to work with the XFL where there's less rules where guys get blasted and study those guys instead. I mean, yeah, it's a real possibility. All all of your assertions are alleged, obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't represent, nor have I claimed to represent anybody. <laughs> all, all, these, all these alleged assertions. Yeah. Uh, no, but you're right. You you like you, having the ability to use them though is is big. Like that's that's to get to get those types of things tested out. Like why not? Why not be able to run through? Um, why not be able to run through like different health and safety stuff, different playing services? Maybe there's something that can make the NFL game better. And if you can test it in the league without putting your superstars at risk, I mean, it makes sense. Is it, is it the, the, you know, most scrupulous idea? Maybe, maybe not. You can judge the, the morality of it wherever you choose, but from a, from a, you know, a business progression standpoint, why not? Do you have like a word of the day book in front of you or something? Like no. assertions, scrupulous. <laughs> like what is going on over adjunct? And you say I honestly don't even I'll be I'll be honest, I don't even know if I use that word right. I just say a lot of things because they sound good. You got that old vocab book from grade school in front of you? <laughs> reading sentences out of that. You're like bienvenidos. Oh no, that was the Spanish book. Bienvenidos. <laughs> you would be uh, uh, yeah. Pontilius in assuming that. Anybody? I would be Pontilius. That's, that's, King, that's, from, that's from Kingpin, the movie. Bill Murray, Woody Harrelson, uh, great movie. Shout out Kingpin. Dictionary I bought a 175 the other day. What? You know one? I bought a 175 the other day, and then, Mike, and then Mike didn't invite me bowling when he goes with all of his friends. Listen, you I don't even take know who Mike is. This is not a podcast that involves anybody named Mike. Well, if you, you listen, can, <laughs> for the listeners out there, if you listen to Better's Delight, you can also hear me shame Mike tomorrow night at nine o'clock. <laughs> yes, yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure that'll be a, a heavy topic of conversation early on on the show tomorrow. We, we will be looking at the Bovada sports book and letting Mike know how bad he is at picking bowling and also bowling in person. Listen, if there were bowling lines, it'd be all over. If there was nothing better than uh, the the non non football Sundays. 
Uh, little little. It's, it was on ESPN. I think it's on FS1 now. But give me a little PBA on a Sunday. Relax, cure a hangover, watching a little PBA. That's, I mean. Oh, yeah. Dare we talk about the 10-year anniversary a few days ago? Yeah, we can. We can. One of the greatest clips of all time. Pete what, Weber. What? Oh, yeah. Was yeah. He Who do you role? think you are? I am. Exactly. Pete Weber, all time. Is he a good bowler? I don't even. I, dude, I Google the d- dumbest shit. <laughs> Ten year anniversary, thinking something would come up, but uh, <laughs> it's like tin or aluminum. Like, okay, get some tin foil. I don't know, freaking whatever it's called. But um, I was gonna say, um, was he a good bowler, Pete Weber? Yes, Pete Weber was a very accomplished bowler, son of a very accomplished bowler. Like, uh, what was his dad's yeah. name? Uh, Pete Weber oh, Senior. No, I know it. You know, it was Dick Weber. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was it was Dick Weber. He was a very accomplished Hall of Fame bowler. Uh, but I mean, yeah, Pete Weber was. I mean, I mean, Pete Weber, thirty-seven titles, twenty-seven yeah. event, ten majors. Is that a first lot? Win, first win when he was nineteen eighty-two, when he was nineteen years old. What's his I'd say it's pretty good. It took Woody Allison who was like forty-five years old with one hand to win one. It's true. So, it's true. He's only forty-five in that. He seemed a lot older. Woody Harrelson has not changed for like 20 years. He looks he, the exact same. He was good in Cheers. Forget yeah. Cheers. We're talking Kingpin. Okay. Yeah. I, I mean, Woody Harrelson. To, to be fair, I don't think. I Did mean, you Venom? Oh, <laughs> no. Uh, to be fair, Pete Weber, I mean, like, I don't know. You said net worth. I think there's some questions about net worth. Who really knows? The guy had his ups and downs in terms of personal life. So. Uh, but he was—he he's an unbelievable bowler in his prime. I mean, we could talk about—I mean, talk about niche 18, sports. If that's eighteen million, oh never mind. That's Pete Wentz from yeah. Fallout Boy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Wrong Pete. My bad. Also, a good bowler, from what I know. I, I also that nah, nah, You know what? Keep going. I'm not going to say that joke. Sorry. <laughs> All <laughs> right. <laughs> nah, don't say I, it. I don't. I, I don't want to have to net worth. But I—I I was thinking too fast and. I combined net worth, and I Googled Pete North by accident. And <laughs> All I, right. That's not dollars. All right. Well, that, is, that is not dollars and cents. My brain um, thinks too fast sometimes. I'm it, sorry. Apparently. Um, DM yeah. up. We're not DM them up. Stop. <laughs> if you want to listen to Matt sing the DM up song, listen to last week's Better's the Light. Um, is there any more? Are we, what other off sports baseball? are going on we, right now? Are we done baseball now? Yeah, we can move on yeah. from baseball. We could talk. We could talk NFL offseason. We did the coaching carousel or the, the uh, QB carousel last week on on your wrong, and it was you know trying to figure out where we think people are going to go. And if the Packers GM is being one hundred percent honest, we're talking about no trade offers for Aaron Rodgers. How much do either of you believe that? I don't believe it. You think somebody's been sniffing? I think. I think. Uh, the USFL Tampa Bay Bandits may have oh, thrown an offer in there, but um, <laughs> why would they? They have Tiamu. That's true. I well, yeah. I don't know what to believe anymore because from everything that I read in the news, Aaron Rodgers might be a weirdo. Well, I don't know if he's necessarily a weirdo. I think it's more of he's just like a he's just kind of like a a, a a like just a guy who kind of lives weird. in his own world. No, I I don't necessarily. Like he's just a rich dude who because I'm a rich have, dude. 
That's a Who doesn't have song, right? Rich dude. I got it. I got it. He uh, he doesn't have a lot like a lot of stuff going on outside of football. Like yeah, he does endorsements and commercials and things like that. So he fills his time with that cleanses and all these all these other things. I don't know. I would I, love to do a good cleanse. Th- they're what? doing the same thing they did last year. They're both playing hardball. I mean, uh, there's got to be people calling, but they're not interested in trading him, and they're trying to get to his teammate just like they did last year. Why would you be interested in trading him? He's won back-to-back MVPs. I wouldn't be interested in trading him either. I mean, the only reason last year, I mean, they signed him to – did they franchise him last year? It was last year the contract. I think he still is under contract. I thought I thought it was a lame duck year last year. Yeah, maybe it was. I thought I saw something where he already had signed. Is that a fake? Is that fake news? Yeah, they now they offered. They said like this is what we would offer him, or this is the offer for it. It was like fifty million over the course of a couple of years. I don't know. That's a lot of money. Fifty million dollars is a lot of money. Yeah, for two years of football and your Aaron I mean, Rodgers. Yeah, who, who would who would take him on? He's he's thirty eight years old, isn't he? Yeah, but he's thirty six, thirty eight. He is thirty eight. Back to back MVPs. That's great, him. but but it, I mean, it kind of seems to keep proving a a pattern this year that he's the guy who gets you to the playoffs. Yeah, he'll make if you're an owner, he'll make you money because he will get you to the playoffs. But he loses in the playoffs. It's, okay, so what? Make your dog just it's a business. So who, so what kind of team wants to sign him then for that? Uh, the float, the Philadelphia Flyers put him right next to Gritty. <laughs> make make your money where it doesn't matter that you win. Shout out Greg hates Gritty. I yeah. do. Because right team that want to sign a quarterback that like hey in your own mind as an owner think we we can't win a Super Bowl because he's so old and he keeps losing, but he's good enough to get to the playoffs, maybe the conference championship, you know, every third year, fourth year, whatever. But let's and be make fair. The money. Let's be fair. Th- this past season. I know he came up a little bit short offensively in that game against the 49ers, but he, they, like, they also severely failed him on special teams. The only touchdown that was scored that was by the 49ers, uh, you know, was the blocked punt TD. Like, that's, that's terrible. And it, I agree that the playoff shortcomings are one thing, but to be in that position to begin with is an accomplishment. And if you're a franchise that, you know, that might be that one position away, like the Broncos could potentially be. Like, why not Why not risk it? They did it with Manning, and it got him a Super Bowl. This is kind of crazy, this thing I just read. It says Aaron Rodgers has lost 10 playoff games in his career. Three were in overtime, four were in conference championships, and five of them were on the final play. That's pretty wild. That's, that is that's wild. insane. Are, are you, you saying look- hot take he cannot close? I think hot take the Packers stink, and it's probably not all his fault. It could be, yeah. Yeah, Seneca Wallace did pretty good. Seneca Wallace did do pretty good. That is correct. What is he uh, See, he didn't win shit. No, Seneca Wallace did not win anything. I don't. He I mean, in. he won a couple games. He filled in. <laughs> he definitely, he definitely filled in at some point. Um, there is no doubt. There is no doubt about that. So they're system QBs. Him, him and Matt Castle and uh, Seneca Wallace could have been great. I don't know. <laughs> After this season, yeah, okay, the, the special team scored against them. But if you're Aaron Rodgers and you're 38, it, it, it's, you're going against the defense. Tom Brady scores against any defense. 
every great quarterback, maybe not Pineapple. Uh, well, I don't. I'm not saying Peyton Manning, but but he should score against defenses. He can't blame. Hey, we lost because special teams scored. Go well, special teams points yourself. Cost. You run the offense. I I agree. Points. He had the ball with four minutes left and was at home in a playoff game in a tie game. He sh- they, he should have won that game. That is 100% factual. So I'm you are saying, 100% correct. I'm not saying Aaron Rodgers is like should be the best quarterback of all time or, sh- or is. I'm saying why wouldn't you take a fire on this guy? Like you said, Greg, like when when um, Denver took Aaron, uh, took um, big-headed Manning. Tennessee quarterback. Yeah, Manning. Instead, <laughs> why like Fine why enough. not why not sign Aaron Rodgers for a year or two? He, like the Steelers with him in at the helm? They could be an easily playoff team right there with Ooh, Najee Harris. Yeah. Like, I'm not saying come to, like, Philadelphia and, like, be on a trash squad. Like, you plug him in somewhere. Stafford. Look at Stafford. He just got plugged in to L.A. and won the Super Bowl in his first season. Yeah, no. It, it absolutely could be a plug-and-play situation anywhere. It, I mean, the issue is is that going to the AFC right now would be absolutely insane. It would be insane. <laughs> is there any good quarterbacks in the AFC? Uh, well, the two teams that you, we just mentioned, the Broncos play in a division with Justin Herbert, Patrick Mahomes, and currently Derek Carr. Uh, and then in the AFC North, I mean, you're talking about Lamar. You're talking about Joe Burrow just went to the Super Bowl. And then Baker Mayfield, But so that doesn't really count. But you know what I mean. It's yeah, Josh it, Allen stinks. Yep. Yeah, I mean, you, <laughs> Patrick it, Mahomes. It, yep. it would be in Aaron Rodgers' best interest to stay in the NFC. There's well, the, there's no reason not to. Especially with Tom Brady being out now, too. Yeah, absolutely. I heard he's coming back, though. Well, that's another that's another thing we could definitely cover. Like the Bucks, the Bucks have essentially been like, I mean, if he wants to, why not? You know, but, like. Yeah. We, He's the greatest of all time. <laughs> Why would you say that? Well, of course, right? And he, he just had one of his, like, a statistically really good season. Um, it's, like, he could definitely still play. The issue becomes is if he retired and then tries to go elsewhere, like, I'd be pissed if I was the Bucks. I understand why Brady would do it, but I would still be upset. Where else would he? The only place he would go is San Francisco, right? I mean, that's an option, yeah. But, like, just, no, he, like, grew up a San Francisco fan, like, we're, like that's why I figured he would go to San Francisco if he was going to come out. Like he's not going to come out of retirement and go play for the Giants or like the Jets. No, yeah, of course. Like, why would you? <laughs> Unless he wants to fulfill that meme. Yeah, exactly. It's <laughs> about that meme. Yeah, there's only he just comes back. He's like, I don't know, guys. I I, I finally had some time to browse the internet. And have you ever seen this? And he just holds the meme up. It's him in the Jets jersey. There's only one more <laughs> thing to accomplish, Tom. Um, Thanks, this, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> send it back to you, Tom. Um, Did you but see yeah. that uh, the 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 Brady to Gronk uh, football just sold? Yeah, fifty two. So for sixty nine thousand dollars. Nice. Yeah, sixty nine yeah. grand. So I mean, why wouldn't you bring a Brady guy back? His balls are worth sixty nine grand each. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yeah, you're good. not wrong. Yeah, I I wonder what, and I don't know if it was ever disclosed. His last TD pass, that long one to Evans. Evans put Evans gave it to somebody he, in the crowd. I say he flopped it out. Yeah, he gave it to somebody. Wait, he did? Yeah. Well, he, it's going to be his last TD t- pass. Damn, that's awesome. Yeah. That's got itself at least $169,000. I mean, that, easily. Even way more than that. Do you imagine? That's like winning the lottery. That is quite it literally is. winning the lottery. Man, I just want to be it, lucky. 
I mean, it, it, to be honest, man, sometimes all it is is luck. It's just like, yeah, I just happen to have like second row seats at the Bucks Rams playoff game. And here we are. Mike Evans hands me a TD that happens to be Brady's final TD pass. Like, thank you. It's, it's always the, the ultimate the, slot machine. It's always the receivers that don't know what's happening unless it's related to them. Otherwise, they just, they just they'll just flip it in the crowd. And they're like, oh, shit, can you give that back to me real quick? It's true. Evans did it twice this season. He did uh-huh. it with his record breaker, and then he did it with that one. <laughs> yeah, right, I kind of just proved the point I said where unless it's happening for them. so Yeah. No, that's exactly- good. That means he's a team player. He's not focused on himself. That's good. No, that no. I proved your point. Yeah, he, he agreed with he you. He literally did it twice. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, oh, oh we flipped <laughs> Brady's record breaker. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, there's too many yeah. records being broke this year. I forgot a lot of broken records, a lot of them. Um, we sound like yeah. a broken record right now. We really do. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I mean, there, there's going to be plenty of time to continue to break down the NFL and and everything in in the off season and and all that fun stuff. What is the draft? Uh, just, uh well, the combines right now it starts this week. <laughs> when's the draft? Well, it just ended like two weeks ago. Yeah, the draft's about a month and a half away. It's mid-April, I believe. April twenty-eighth. Yeah. All right. So almost two full months away. I'm excited. What are we gonna do? What are we gonna bet on if football or baseball doesn't happen? Well, this is exactly what I was hoping to transition to. That's the UK Open in darts. Oh, I'm ready for this, baby. <laughs> right, good show, guys. I'll see you next week. Just kidding. Relax, man. <laughs> There's no way anyone has the the obsession that has become darts in my life is bizarre. It, it's it, it's borderline unhealthy. Yeah, but it's something I can do at home and like not have you know I don't. It doesn't involve anyone else. Like I don't need to go find somewhere to go play. I can just sit in here and practice and watch it. It's it's. I was explaining it to Chris via text message earlier today, um, and he asked if I needed to go to like a Darts Anonymous group to like talk this out with someone. Um, but like the 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 technica- like the technical skills of being able to like just throw a dart exactly where you want it over and over again, it's honestly unbelievable. Like hand eye coordination, which I don't have, good sight, which I also don't have. I'm not really built to be a darts player now that I'm saying this out loud. Um, it's just intriguing. Yeah. I mean, honestly, you need to go find, you go join like your local VFW and I'm <laughs> sure like you could like find, like you could join a darts leagues, make some friends. Look, come on. Don't you want to make some friends, Greg's and bond over darts? I enjoy my current friends. No new friends. That's how this works. That you don't Everyone, even play darts with every, I tried to, and someone couldn't make it. Yeah. Someone, but someone else was perfectly, perfectly willing. And I, was going to take a tr- two or six minute train because they got too drunk at the bowling alley, but was, <laughs> but was yeah. going to come and someone couldn't go because he was quote unquote doing chores around the house. Sounds someone like a different else. friend we know. Someone else was perfectly willing and able to take a train to somebody else's house and then make them drive them to maybe their brother's house. The train station. The, the train station is literally next to your house. I don't understand. It's you could have gone and played darts. Don't worry about me. Go play darts. We could have been buddies to play darts. Greg needs and we, we're looking I, for friends. And we could have had a Batman calzone pizza. <gasps> Batman calzone pizza. Look Chris, what you Chris, did, Ted. Chris Hordell, I'm putting you on blast right now. I will be part of this calzone pizza. I am the one who informed people of the Batman calzone pizza. And it is from Little Chazars. It's not from Papa Yon's. 
I feel like we have little Chazars. I feel like we have to do this soon because I can't imagine once the Batman it's movie a limited comes time out. Offer. It's out. Yeah. It was out two days ago. Oh no! Well, now was it out to the public two days ago, or was it out for like you know hoity-toity early release uh, things? I don't know. I saw reviews coming in at ninety percent. Are you doing a ho- oh? I thought we were still talking about the pizza thing. We are. We're, we're still talking about the pizza. Okay, what hoity-toity people are eating Little Caesars Batman calzones? Batman reviews, which are related to the Batman pizza. Oh, oh, okay. Uh, Robert, <laughs> Robert Pattinson, huh? Yeah, I guess. I don't know. Twilight pizza. I, I still know. haven't seen the Joker, so I don't. I don't know. It was so. interesting. I saw. Anyways, it. this darts looks great. I mean, it's 160 competitors. Open draw. Uh, if if you're really into it, you can listen to uh, Darts Delight. That's the new podcast I'm starting. Uh, not a lot of great darts podcast content out there. There's a couple couple things I've been trying to find, but you know how it is. Now it is interesting though because it's essentially like like just it it, it runs the it's gamut everybody. of yeah it's, it runs the gamut of like not amateurs but really lower level guys all the way up to the number one people. Also, can we talk about? Can we just talk about this? This is really, I mean, it has to do with darts, but it gets sort of away from the darts topic. The the fact that the PDC calls their rankings the order of merit, order of merit being a, being the way to describe like a list of something uh, or a ranking system is unbelievable. I'm a big fan of, of the, just the phrase order of merit. It's, if you do bad, do you get a demerit? I mean, maybe. I don't know. I mean, order of merit is that's that's like old English tongue right there. That's what I'm saying. Well, because darts the darts is big in England. That's where it, it's not really big over here. Have you? It's funny you mentioned I've been to somebody's house about ten minutes away in the same zip code that has darts. It is big around here. It is funny you mentioned VFW, Matt. I, I sent you guys the the different things around like the United States and the different like tours and stuff. And one of the locations was legitimately a VFW. It certainly <laughs> is. Like one hundred percent. It's one hundred percent. Like they call it like it's like a moose lodge or something. Like one tell of me this guy doesn't know darts. Tell me he doesn't know darts. <laughs> all of a sudden, all of a sudden, I'm in the moose lodge from uh, Rounders with all the all the cops that end up beating up Ed Norton and uh, uh, Matt Damon in a moose lodge playing darts. Yeah, trying well, to scam you, them. You, can't, you, can't, you can't leave a hanger out there. You get beat up. <laughs> Yeah. I could def- I definitely don't want to leave a hanger. Call it a hanger, Sarge. <laughs> what a hanger? What are you talking about? What does that even me- mean? Got a mechanics grip on it. Oh god. <laughs> what an un- unbelievable uh unbelievable movie. I'll tell you though, on, I the last thing with darts is maybe not last thing, but I am excited for other listeners that may know me from a few guest appearances on aforementioned Better's Delight. My guy, Richie burn the house down Burnett <laughs> is performing in this tournament and he is on the third court. He's going to kill it. He's yeah. playing what the hell is his name. How many courts are there? So it, Matt, because there's, I'm sorry, <laughs> sorry. Third stage, third stage. Because, I always sound like I knew what I was doing. Third stage. Because there's 160 guys in this, there is actually seven different stages at once that'll be playing all sure, to get down to, sorry, to this. Greg, there's eight stages, eight stages. My apologies. That is correct. Zed. Richie burned the house down, Burnett. How do they? He is the former BDO champion, British Darts Organization, spelled with an S. The now defunct British Darts Organization. That's true. We don't don't bring that up. 
<laughs> he's going against Tony Martinez, which just sounds like he's going to lose. I mean, yeah, I mean, he's in he's in the first round, so he's not even getting a buy. Uh, Richie's, Richie's got some work to do. I'll be honest. How do they have yeah. the stages set up? So I don't I don't know. I, top, I have to look at it. Top to bottom. I'm I'm very I'm very interested in, in how this is going to be produced from a television standpoint. I will say, like that is the one thing. Also, like being able to watch it on television makes a big difference. And with any sport, like the way it's presented matters. It just it it does, and it's presented in a way that makes it intriguing. And plus, they put everything out there for you with the math and walk you through it, like what the next shots like what the suggestions are and things like that. And they get really into it. I don't know. It's really nerdy and really dumb. Darts is fun. I stink at it. That's pretty much where we're at with that. At the Ladbrokes uh, UK Open in 2020, I'm looking at all the seats on the floor. It looks like they gave every fan a free foam finger. That was pretty cool. I mean, hey, yeah. And what are you talking trash for? You're the one that wants to. You're the one that's pushing to go to the the, the Bet US Masters in uh in Madison Square Garden. We a hundred percent should. I'm in on this. We should. We should also. We got us on the floor though. I want picnic style seating. I want a beer that's in a stein that's bigger than my head. I want to just get like we need to. I will go to that. That would be a lot of fun. That you know what they yeah. say about darts in person. Just a lot of requests coming out right here. That wasn't a request. I just said I want to go. <laughs> a, lot of dem- a beer stein bigger than your head? Well, that's a demand that can be met. I've been to the garden. Well, oh, oh, that's ongoing beer steins bigger <laughs> than the head. We are in. Yeah, no, that, it seems like a good. Just looking at the overhead pictures of fans sitting in these long tables watching darts is electric. You know, like that. It seems like it would be such a good time. Well, it's atmosphere, right? With any sport, like. I, I, last night I was rewatching uh, I was rewatching Anderson Silva, Forrest Griffin from UFC 101, and it was live in Philly, and I went to that, and the atmosphere was absolutely insane in that state in that arena for uh, Forrest Griffin's walkout. He came out to shipping up to Boston, dropkick Murphys. It was while people were booing Anderson Silva. Silva went on to be arguably could be the greatest fighter in UFC history. Says and tainted legacy towards the end. Uh, with some injuries and some losing to some pretty pretty bad fighters, but that's just what happens in fighting. Um, but I mean, that place was electric, and then Anderson Silva embarrassed him, and it was wild, absolutely wild. That's what I want. That that's what I picture a darts arena being like during these games. We all have to go in like costume too. We got to wear something like uh, three piece suits, or you know, we Dark dress fest? up as we dress. Like yeah, fest? we dress up as nineties wrestlers. I I think. We have it would it this seems like it could be a fun, fun time. I've <laughs> never done that before. That'd be very interesting. Yeah, I mean, how how would we come up with costume ideas? We could all dress as the Hulk. I was actually uh I've never been to this uh, the Atlantic City Beer Festival as a post up of like prior years, and there's a lot of fun guys in costumes that made me think of doing it. That'd be That's cool. a good point. I do I do remember seeing those guys in pictures and stuff. It, oh my! I oh my God! If you Google Atlantic City Beer Fest, don't say chicken. Don't say chicken. <laughs> Yo, so if you Google Atlantic City Beer Fest, we are the fifth picture on Google Images. I mean, we're who? You mean the guys that I saw? You dressed as Macho Man. Me dressed as Shane McMahon. I don't know. Oh, Greg! Greg's not in the. Oh, Greg is in the photo. He's in the background, dressed as Paul Bear. 
Dude, I'm talking to Pat or uh, some other guy. I said uh, other guy. It's Cena. It's Cena. Yeah, you're talking to John Cena. Yeah, we're literally the fifth. Hey, there, there's guys, and there's some guy who's uh, who's that name? Carl. What's his name? He's IRS. He's the IRS. Yeah, look at that guy. That's some the fifth some referees all pumped up looking. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, I mean, hey, listen. If we want to, if we want to revisit that, those guys. We should do that for darts, though. If we want to revisit that from the Madison Square Garden stuff, I'm I'm fully in and fully aware uh, of it. Now that we've spent 15 minutes yeah. talking about darts, um, how long does the show go usually? Yeah, usually, I we're, could we're transition. Getting, if we're getting if, we're getting close to the end, but go ahead. I'll take over. Thanks, Greg. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we're all excited for this, and uh, we're talking about walkouts and how pumped up Madison Madison Square Garden. I am pumped up. I got some very primo seats for this Friday. To go watch James Harden play. Yeah, thanks for the invite. I appreciate that. Yeah, cool. Way to brag. Well, if I had extra tickets, you guys know you'd be at least. So this wasn't accepted. You're just you're just talking shit about an underperforming team. Thanks. They're not going to go anywhere. Especially, they're going to probably lose the game you go to. We're not the Lakers, but they're going to lose the game you go to. You're going to curse the Sixers. How dare you? How dare you? The last game I went to with one of you two, that team won that we were cheering for. And me and Greg made a lot of money. So and you'll never, never, you'll never win twice in a row. I know you. I know you're, I know you're gambling. All you got to do is bet first half overs in college. And bet That's how that works. Total overs in NBA, and you're good to go. First yeah. That, that, total overs in NBA never hit. <laughs> I trust and Harden got here. Not unless you take an under. Um, yeah, no. It, the, the Harden Sixers stuff. Uh, is really exciting. They've looked really, really good uh, in the first two games, and you wonder if it's a sustainable thing. It sure looks like it could be. It looks nice. Harden's pretty – he plays the basketball good. That's for certain. Um, and Bede is having the time of his life. <laughs> but, um, yeah, no, I'm, I'm excited. It's, it's first – this is the first time where, like, people are getting all jazzed up about a generic win against – Cleveland when we didn't even have anyone and but na- now this is a time you can actually get excited like we we just beat two decent teams oh well okay one decent team in the Knicks on the road like these we look good we look good yeah it's it's an exciting time and you you hope this can fully unlock the potential of Joel Embiid and and obviously Harden Harden can still score and he obviously is an unbelievable passer I mean he grabs a triple double in what his second game. Almost had one in his first game. I think. I think his over under and assists in the first game was or in the second game was like nine and a half, and he ended up having he had like thirteen. He had like ten at halftime. It was it was easy money. Tied Ben uh, Simmons for the Sixers three point <laughs> list in the first game, and then quickly passed him very <laughs> easily. Uh, that will be. I mean, that'll be interesting to see when Simmons does return to come play the Sixers. I am. I am fully in the camp of I really just don't care anymore about Ben Simmons. Like, I will be interested in that first game. I will be interested in the first time they play and the first time he comes to Philadelphia. But overall, like, I, I truthfully I truthfully don't care. And I think it's partially because Matt got it in my head so much about people being obsessed with Carson Wentz still that this is where this is going to stick with me. Yeah, it's not like I was the guy who also called it Carson Wentz dunk years ago. Oh my God, get over it, dude. Let him go. Mentally weak. Mentally weak. Like, 
Philadelphia sports fans will never get over Carson Wentz. Just let it go, dude. Well, the issue the issue I have with the Ben Simmons situation and and Philly sports fans is is that the blame the blame started to turn and the fans started to get blamed when the fans did literally nothing but defend this man for four years. You many four heat, plus years. You know how many heated arguments have taken place with me defending Simmons or like other Philadelphia sports fans defending Simmons against. Boston fans and all these other things while we just got shit on and didn't make it out of the second round of the playoffs. Like you don't understand. He doesn't have to shoot. Yeah. How many times have you said that? So, uh, so many countless times. <laughs> Count him. Count him right now. Oh, there was this one time when I was talking to a chicken at <laughs> Fest. <laughs> uh, well, yeah. what happened after that? <laughs> we don't talk about that. We don't talk about that. We don't talk about that. Yeah, at but, least, at least not while the mics are. But hot. What, when is uh, is there any timetable for Simmons to actually uh, make his debut with Brooklyn? Uh, they said he's working on. He has some back tightness due to his conditioning, getting back into shape. For a guy that was working out the entire time, he was suspended. It's really interesting that he has to work this hard to get back into game shape. Um, yeah, I think. I think it's. I think the timeline is is that once that March tenth date passes, we'll we'll move on to Ben oh, Simmons well, being actually back on the court. That's the, the date they play as Sixers? At home, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, so. it's it's insane. Come on. Like let's I'm just I just I'm ready for the playoffs. Like let's let's get this let's get some chemistry going. Let's get the playoffs. Uh speaking of playoffs, one last thing we'll just quickly touch on is March Madness. Matt, tough one tonight. The 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 Rebs I saw. The, running, the Land Sharks, they fall to Kentucky. Uh not a, not exactly a, a you know a terrible thing considering Kentucky's one of the the higher up favorites to win the entire NCAA tournament, but tough loss, tough season for, for Ole Miss. Uh, wasn't our best year, but you know, 13 and 17, we got a good young core right now. So I think we'll be okay in the upcoming years. We're going to tie it together. Kermit's going to do a good job keeping this squad ready to go. But uh, it was, t- we, we gave Kentucky a good run. John Calpar, we gave him a good run tonight. So, the the rebels slash land sharks slash my alma mater. I I think we're we might make the tournament if we can win the SEC, but we'll see. I don't know if that'll happen. <laughs> could could be worse. You could be the Beavs, who uh, coming off an elite eight appearance are three and twenty four yeah, overall. That's really bad. Really, it's not really great. Bad. I've been hearing uh, you guys talk about how bad the Beavs are all year. I watched one game a few weeks ago, and they're still that bad. They're they're very they 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 are very very bad. It's it's not great. Similar to the Flyers who just lost three nothing. Ah, shout out shout out the Flyers. Can't uh, wait for the this season couldn't end any sooner. I, Remember when they had Bobrovsky and they like they felt they were kind of good for a while and this and that and then and then they, they had, traded him and he won the, the yeah. three goalie rotation in playoffs and they got rid of him and then he won the yep. Yeah, he won the mm-hmm. Carl, he won the Carl Venezna Award. <laughs> the Carl Venezia Award for best. He not only was the best goalie, he also had the <laughs> most uh, tender ribs this side of uh, Germantown Pike. His glove was just like <laughs> stitched in corned beef. <laughs> <laughs> they they called him Broccoli Rob Babovsky. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, on 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 that note. Uh, Sergey Broccoli Rob Bobrovsky. Um, we'll, we'll close it out. We'll close it out for this week. Uh, an interesting episode, a different episode of You're Wrong and Here's Why. Uh, thanks for checking it out. Check us out on Better's Delight. We'll obviously be there. Zed, I'm sure you'll be making a guest appearance soon. Um, thank you guys again. Much appreciated. And uh, we'll see you next week.